No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. A lot to talk about. Big, we had an all-star weekend. Our boy Dak got paid. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott finally got the bag. He got over. The leverage won out. The cap won out was in his favor. Uh, we'll talk the Dak Prescott deal. Myers Leonard... Uh, <laughs> Seems to be a solidified bigot. He made some comments while streaming. We're going to talk about that. But then we'll get into the NBA. We got uh, Brooklyn has, has another addition in Blake Griffin. They were just out with uh, him and Nash were grabbing lunch. Posted that picture, saw that. We're going to talk about Blake to Brooklyn. Uh, the All-Star game, we'll wrap that up. I want to get your opinion on how, you know, the dunk contest was at halftime. What we thought about the three-point. How do we feel about it all condensed into one day? We'll break that down talk about that. Um, then I want to talk about uh, – we're going to close this show with uh, Russell Wilson to Chicago. What would you do personally to make that happen? How would you change your lifestyle? I had a couple of tweets I sent out that uh, I was laughing with some people about. But um, that's it, man. Big Nick the Quick. What's the business? What's going on, man? How we doing? chilling my man how are you i'm good you already know first take tuesday let's get into it let's get this out the way man because this we're is, not we're not going to talk about the megan markle interview i thought that's what we were thought that's what we were covering today oh we could you hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's not yo, yo actually <laughs> i got a take on that we could you want to do a do you want to do the megan markle take first or you want to do the no, if you got if you got if you got a Markle take, man, go for it. Let's Yo, let me let me give you my take on on that whole situation. I've been saying this for a long time. Tradition or not, fuck a royal family. I think that's the most outrageous shit <laughs> and the most oldest. It's just like a tradition that like it doesn't. No it, real yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's such a like that people's faces printed on money, and they they still call her the queen, and it's just like a whole bunch of nonsense. And it's all and like I don't know the whole inner workings of the whole situation, but it, it's mainly um, symbolic, right? I mean, like they yeah, don't. It's one hundred percent symbolic. If, if I was if I was a British resident, I'd be like, "Hey, look, this is all great, but why are we paying tax dollars to fund this lifestyle that they don't really make any real decisions? We have a parliament, we have a prime minister, right? Like, what are, yeah, like, what's what's the purpose of these people? It's because this isn't Game of Thrones. That it has that feel to it, like the king and the queen and Prince Harry and Prince Charles. And I mean, they do a lot of charity work and all that stuff. And it's like, but it's, but it's pure posturing. It's all for, for looks. And, and then curtsying to the queen and yeah, like, (laughs) yo, like you have to get out and curtsy to the queen. Like kill all that nonsense, man. Fuck the Royal family. There should be no such thing in any big time democratic voting st- like situation in, in country like the uk and one of the biggest most powerful cities in the world in london there should be a queen that is named that and you have to address her as such 
Right. It's ridiculous. Like even the um, prime minister, and they asked him today, he's like, oh, I've always had the most admiration for the queen. I'm not going to speak on such matters. It's like, well, yeah. what is this? Stop. Look, this is not. That's six, cap. <laughs> this is not. Yeah, this is not. The night. Yeah. The, B- BC times. Like, got to cut it out. Shout out Oprah, though. Still the goat. Yeah, Oprah's still getting the Oprah's still getting a big juice on the no, interviews. No one says no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Oprah for Oprah, that. Oprah have you bearing your soul. You don't even know. Yeah, but um <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's my take on that whole situation. I'm glad they seem to have gotten out and wanted to get out and she that she felt like she wasn't getting treated fairly because I mean let's be real, partly it's because she's mixed, she's a biracial person. Partly. Yeah, I mean that's a big part of it for sure. Yeah. But anybody who's shocked that there's racism in a centuries-old institution is yeah, fucking, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right. where you've been. All right, so yeah, that's if, since, since you brought that up, I did. I was thinking about that, and I've actually said that for a long time. Like curtsy to the queen, get the fuck out of here with that. Um. Okay, let's talk about Miles Leonard. Myers Leonard. He got caught saying a racial anti-Semitic slur while he was live streaming Call of Duty. I actually have the, I got the, I got the video here. This is Myers Leonard using, uh, 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 I'll just let you listen to it and hear it. And then we could go from there. Here's Myers Leonard on his live stream with an anti-Semitic slur. Let's go baby. Fucking cowards. Don't fucking snipe me. You fucking kike bitch. <laughs> I just dropped that on my head. That didn't even go to fucking, um, anyways, you could, I'm going to, I'm going to run it back one more time. So you could like, just, so you, now you know when it's coming and you can actually feel what let's go baby fucking cowards. Don't fucking snipe me. You fucking kike bitch. <laughs> I just dropped that on my head. That even- it was almost like he paused, thought about what slur he was going to say and landed on the the k word it was like the wheel of fortune of racial slurs like oh i can go with the n word i haven't used this one in a while yeah it's almost like i I don't want to i don't want to say something that's going to really offend people like the n word or something so i'll just use this yeah for like you know people that don't know that word is like extremely extremely offensive it is like the equivalent to the n word for uh for Jewish people, it's, it's it's like it's so bad that you like you even said like I haven't heard that before. It's so bad that like people don't even say it. You know what I mean? So the fact that that comes out of his mouth so freely over a live stream kind of lets you know that that's a word that there's no doubt about it that he uses that word often. It's it's not even that word. It's just you could tell it's just a part. Like he thinks he thought he was trying to be funny on the stream chat and thought that was cute that he he that he was just going to fire off a racial slur in that situation. A sniper was looking at him. So don't try to snipe me. You blah, 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 whatever. Insert racial, whatever, whatever it was, he's a fucking idiot. Um, then this was on a live stream that he had promoted via his Twitter. If you look at his Twitter page, I think one of his last tweets is gaming is my passion away for the basketball floor. I've been incredibly blessed to grow my community and give them a place to come have a good time and meet great people. Not anymore. Yeah, so this is obviously he needs obviously needs to be moved and cut and all that. Well, Mickey Harrison, the owner of the Miami Heat, is Jewish, born in Tel Aviv, so I'm sure he's not too too amused. I mean, this is the man that writes your check. Yeah, um, and the NBA obviously has a zero tolerance for this type of stuff. 
Um, yeah, I would expect the league to come down swiftly on him for this and let everything that's been going on and just the zero tolerance policy and kind of how that clear they've been as a league where they stand on these type of issues. And let's keep it real. What? Probably 70% of the owners in this league are Jewish, if not more. Right. Um, your broadcast partners, like, I mean, you're, you got some, you got some issues that you're going to have to work through. Uh, I mean, I get it. He's not a marquee player, which makes it a lot easier to get rid of him. Um, but yeah, I think that was just, that was crazy. I just don't understand why. It's it's such a part of that. It's such a part of that video game culture. Like there's a lot of racism on the chat and I get that, but yeah, but you're Myers Leonard. Like you understand that you can't be saying that on a live stream. You understand that first people are coming to watch you play, right? Like you have some fame and some credibility and you're promoting the stream and, all that, and it's like, like you, you just need to know better. You just yeah. need to know better, man. Like, yeah, it's just well, it's, it's not even he, about he deserves well, whatever he gets. Well, let, let me ask you this. Well, then let's go back to what he was. He was doing all that chirping about him not kneeling for the national anthem in the bubble, and he was saying it's because he stands for all people, and he didn't feel comfortable kneeling. This, that, and the third. I thought it was because he had military family. And oh yeah, but but he but he he, he had military family, but then he was saying like. Let's just be clear. I support all people. This, that, and third. I want you know, I want all people to, and no one should be hated on as a, as because of racial and <coughs> beliefs, etc. It's all cat. Yeah. Do you understand? Like for you, for that to just he Roll decided. No, no, he decided to say that. He thought yeah. about what he was going to say, and he's like, ah, "I'll just say this." Yeah. It's like. Hey, and I'm going to tell you this. If I'm Jimmy Butler, even, I'm like, yo, get this clown off the squad. Yeah, First right. off, he doesn't do anything for us. Yeah. Like, let's let's keep it 100. This guy's leash is nowhere near long enough to be doing anything of this type of nature. He's not Tyler Hero. He's not. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I would, I'd cut him immediately. And, and, and it's, and I mean, it's a racist act. I mean, let's just keep it real. Like, it is. He, it's a racist act. It's, a, it's bigot day, talk. Racist yeah. act. It's bigot talk. It's the type of shit that you need to, you need to pay for. However, they decide to discipline them, him, whatever they can do, um, they need to go ahead and do it. But I mean, yeah, he, he, he fucked up. Absolutely, and it's yeah, he it's, fucked up. He fucked up real go. good. He fucked up real good. So we'll see what he comes out, and I, I. I'm interested to hear the apology just because this is such a bad – it's such a lose-lose. I hope he gets some – first off, don't make a statement. Come out on video. Like, that's yeah. – what, what do you think is the best way to make apologies for stuff like this? I hate the statements. Yeah. The, oh, my God. They never they they never come off as yeah. sincere ever. Yeah. I mean, but I'm sure he's already in touch with the PR firm, and that's probably what they're telling him he has to do, so – You'll see a statement come out, and I, I deeply apologize. And I'm going to okay. start working. I'm going to start working with this with this organization. You know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's move off the fuck, negative. Fuck, talk. fuck Myers Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's super bigot activity, and that's not the first time he said that. It just happened to be caught on camera. Yep. Period. Point blank. Um. All right. Let's move over to Dak. Our boy Dak got paid. We've been trying to get this man paid for quite a while. Look at that, that, look at that $160 million smile right look there. Look at that. You see it? You see it? Look at that, you oh, know. Look. I'm, look I'm dripping. I'm dripping. 
Dak Prescott, four-year, $160 million, 126 guaranteed. The deal can get up to as much as 164. He has a no trade clause. He has a no a, a no franchise tag, which he was eligible for one more after the deal as well. He got everything he wanted across the board. We hey, honestly, me and you tried to save Jerry and them money years ago. A lot of people did. I'm actually glad it worked out this way now. Me that too. got even more money than he was gonna get. He's in uh he he just leveraged it out as far as he possibly could. What are your thoughts on the deal, the situation, and uh Dak finally getting it done? Love it. <clears throat> Love it. The situation could not have worked out for a situation that looked like for the last few years, it was working against Dak's favor. He's playing for $700,000 a year, right? They don't want to sign him. Goes into last year, gets the franchise tag, right? Gets hurt, right? Um, heads into this year, it's still talk. We don't want to sign him. There's talk he might be able to play on another franchise tag. They might trade him, all this stuff. At the end of the day, he comes in. He gets the short-term deal, which is what he really wanted. Right, because he wanted to be a free agent again at a young age and be able to cash into another contract. So shout out Dak on that one. He got the money that he wanted, second highest average deal of any quarterback in the league. So the cash is there. He got the guarantee that he wanted. 126 out of 160 million dollars of that is guaranteed, right? Including 75 million at signing on top of the 31 that they had to pay him last year to pay play in cash. So he's sitting on a cool 106, right, with another 50 on schedule. Life is great. What more and he's going quarter, quarter to be the quarterback of the team he's already was going to be with. And he's going to leave them in four years, as he should, and go get more money from somebody else. You so, think you think he's going to – no, I can't call that yet. I mean, who knows what he's going to do. Yeah. I'm just saying he'll have that option because he will have got his money. So it ended up working out great. The same way it was like the Kirk Cousins situation, but better. Like, look, this this is the example. This is the blueprint. You don't have to take what they're telling you that you're worth, man. You have a job. Keep performing at it. Put them in a situation where you have all the leverage. Jerry wanted to dick around with this contract for years. We were saying it. He could have had him at 20 million a year. He could have had him at 27 a year. He could have had him at 34 a year. You keep bullshitting. And then look what happens. You get into a situation where you have to make the deal. So now so, it's like, oh, my terms. So forget that 28. I want my four years. Well, I'm going to need that about 40 per. If that doesn't happen, I'll sign this franchise tag, and I'll really hamstring you guys. Yeah, what do you I'll, want? Make I'll, your poison. I'll completely destroy the cat. And this is not my fault, by the way. I was willing to sign multiple other contracts. My, I, I completely will destroy the cap. So you guys come, come with exactly what I asked for, or we'll just keep it moving. Or trade me, and somebody else will pay me. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Here right. was, uh, here was Mina Combs. She said it perfectly uh, earlier today on NFL Live. This is Mina Combs on Dax Deal. This is actually Money Green in honor Ooh. of Dax's contract, not Philadelphia Green. Oh, but um, I and I say that because Dak won. Like, there's really no other way to spin this. I mean. It's good for Dallas because, like I said, they got the best quarterback in their division and they no longer have to uh, play him on the tag, which would have been an absolute disaster. But this is an unmitigated victory for Dak Prescott, not just because of the size of the contract, but the fact that he got a no-trade clause and a no-tag clause. I hadn't heard about that talked about 
last year or the year before when they were discussing the terms and length of this contract. That is massive for Dak Prescott because, as Adam said, this means he can hit the market again mm -hmm. at age 31. And based on what we've seen from quarterbacks, that means he can hit the market again twice. Like, 31? That's just halfway mm. through a quarterback's career. This dude is going to get paid so many times if he sustains the level of play we've seen. I mean, that is a remarkable win for him, Adam. Dak Prescott's going to get paid three more times, in my hey, opinion. Dak's agent just started throwing shit in the contract at the end there. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like is this thing as a no, uh, a no franchise clause? All right, yeah, we want that. No trade clause, yeah, we want that. Dak, needs, Dak needs a driver. Yeah, we need that. He's a chef. <laughs> <laughs> His parents need a suite at uh, Jerry World. We need all that, man. What else can we throw in? We, we got y'all. We have y'all. Buy the yeah. balls. I buy love it. Balls. And buy yep. the balls on somebody like Jerry who walks around like he fucking wins every deal and like his shit doesn't stink and he's the greatest in the world and blah, 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 and all that. Nope. Not this time, idiot. Yeah, he got clipped. Um, <laughs> It's going to be interesting... Is there any bad blood there? Are you are you still angry that it had to come to this if you're Dak? Or is it just like, nah, business, business is business. Business is business. Water under the bridge. Now nah, let's go win some football games. I mean, you'll never look. You'll So you'll never look. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it yeah. kinda... do you, So do you remember this a few years ago when uh, Gordon Hayward was with the Jazz? And it was a year he was a restricted free agent. They made him go out and find a deal instead of offering one to have him sign, right? So went out, find a deal. They didn't match it, and you know, or he, they matched it, and blah, 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 right. right? And they say he never let that go. <clears throat> um, so in a sense, that'll always be in the back of his head. Like, look what I had to do. I had to jump through all these hoops and deal with all this bullshit and be the subject of national media for two years because y'all didn't want to pay me. You just ended up doing it anyway. So, yeah, he'll probably never look at them the same when it's like, you're our guy, right? It's like, really? Um, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be something where like, you know, and he hasn't said shit throughout this entire process to begin with. That's the other thing. He didn't say, a, he hasn't said a word in two years about his contract. He's never, ever brought it up. Never brought it through, up through games. Everything ever, ever, never said a word. Gosh, stay quiet. Got his money. So yeah, I don't think he's going to, I don't think you'll, you'll see anything lingering, but it, it'll always be there. Yo, you know what's wild? I think, uh, I mean, obviously we don't know this for a fact, but the broken ankle didn't, it, it might have did him a favor. It absolutely did him a favor. He was balling the first couple games. He breaks his ankle. They can't win. They see they need him more than they actually, th they see, they knew they needed him, but maybe it gave him a little push to be like, man, we, we really need this dude. And it didn't give him an opportunity to, to, to stink it up. Or they couldn't say like, yo, this guy didn't make the playoffs. This, that, and the third, like they had nothing to stand on. They were yeah. dead in the water. It was done. Yeah. Shout out Dak Prescott. Four man, year, I love it. 160 mil. Hey, we've been saying free Dak for years. Yes. This is like a holiday. It is a holiday. We've it's been a talking. Holiday. We've been Get talking. Your money. We've been talking about Dak for quite a quite a minute. So we need to have that clip queued up where he's like, "Tell him to bring me my money." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to bring me my, my money. money. <laughs> That's Dak. I mean, yeah, you saw the picture. It was him and his bro. They were hugging yeah. it out, like they were happy. They got it done. I I truly believe for people, the people that are listening, we actually had uh, me and Nick had an argument. 
the other, like I would say a couple weeks ago about Dak and uh, Deshaun Watson. And I agreed that Nick's, Nick essentially said that Deshaun Watson is a way better quarterback than Dak. And I agreed that Watson was a better quarterback than Dak, but not by a wide a margin as you're putting it. Um, I think Dak is going to is a top 10 quarterback right now. I think he'll be a top five quarterback in the middle of this deal. And I think he has an opportunity to sign at 35, 39, and 43. If he yeah. really, if he really yeah. takes care of his, takes few, care of his stuff. A few more contracts. Yeah, no doubt about it. So shout out Dak. Um, once Tom, once Tom moves out the way, Aaron's Aaron's going to be out of the way soon. It's going to be all brothers at the top of the league playing quarterback. Aaron, fuck around, be out the league before Tom. Tom's out here looking spry. Could be Rock Man. Aaron just won MVP though, so he's, yeah, yeah, he, but he's he, spry. But he ain't on he's that TV twelve. He, he he ain't committed like Tom. Tom's in the lab <laughs> daily, bro. Tom, Tom Tom's in the lab right now. Have you ever read any of that TB twelve? By the way, I've I've like glanced over it. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of like. It's a lot of diet. It's a lot of sleep. It's a lot of like body metrics and shit it's, like that. It's, it's about being really, really hydrated nimble and, and nimble. Yeah. And like soft tissue being so flexible. That we're like, you're not going to get hurt. Stuff. Yeah, no, he doesn't no. believe in pota- and tomatoes because tomatoes it cause, yeah, yeah, cause inflammation. It's yeah. like, but look, here's the thing, man. Like, hey. Who am I to argue with the results? No, <laughs> no, no. I, like, yeah, it's really he interesting. He does look great at 43 years old. Like, just even the way he moves. Like, I think they were showing him, like, when he was walking uh, to go holler at Drew Brees after the playoff game. And you just saw Ty, he just look. He just looks great. This looks like a million bucks. It's like, yeah, yeah I look great. I feel <laughs> great. This is nothing. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So, it's, uh, if you... If you're it, into but you're that, right. It's gonna be all black quarterbacks. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a black. It's gonna be a black quarterback league here. I love it, it's, man. It's gonna, Deshaun, it's gonna be, it's gonna Russ, Deshaun, Mahomes, Russ, Dak. Mahomes, Dak. That's it. Matt Ryan's gonna be gone up out of here. Matt yeah, Ryan. It's, it's Matt Ryan. Yeah, is Matt um, Ryan a Hall of Famer? Don't ask me that. You know what? But I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, is, I, you, I'm the wrong guy to talk about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Honestly, because like if you didn't win anything and you were essentially he did, win a, he, did, he did win an MVP. They won, um, they won an MVP, won an but, FC championship game. They won a lot of ball games. Yeah. Um no number numbers are there. Philip Rivers for me. No. I'm it's dude, like he's gonna be a first ballot hall of famer, but I, just my opinion, those type of dudes, I just don't love that they're like just an automatic shoe in first ballot, like at least make them wait a little bit. They never made an impact. They never did too much. Like they were really good at in in some pockets in some years, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's move over uh, to the NBA before we close out with my guy Russ. Uh, NBA talk. Blake Griffin made his way to Brooklyn. What are you, let's start there. What are your thoughts on that? I got a picture of him and uh here's a picture of him and Stevie Nash. Oh, ooh, I didn't I didn't upload it. I'll get it up here in a second. But what are your thoughts um on Blake to Brooklyn? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a low risk medium reward move for them. I mean, they need the depth, right? So you bring him in for a million bucks. 
He's not, you're not promising him anything. You don't need Blake Griffin to come in there and be Blake Griffin of 2011. You don't need any of that. You know, he's just going to come in there, maybe play 10 to 15 minutes, and you kind of go from there. I heard that they were talking about playing him at center, which, okay. Um, you can try to do that. <laughs> if, that's what you, if that's what you need, I understand you need some depth as far as big men go. I don't really consider him like anything close to a traditional big if you're looking for big man depth. But, I mean, obviously he can come in and play some minutes. That's what they need. Right down the stretch, you're going to want to be able to give these guys a break, and you want to be able to give them a break with guys who you know who can come in and get a bucket or two, and Blake is still able to do that. right? So I think in a limited role of about 15 minutes per game, bringing him off the bench, provide some energy, keep the offense going. He can handle the ball a little bit. You can play make a little bit through Blake. Um, it's a fine move. I don't think it's like, oh, my God, they got Blake Griffin now. It's going to go crazy. And I also don't think it's like, oh, my God, how are they going to find a basketball for him? Because it's like, yo, he's not he's not coming here for that. Yeah. Here's he's not a, coming here for that. Here's a picture of uh him and him and Steve kicking it in Brooklyn, getting a getting a bite to eat. I would love to be a fly on that wall just to see what they were saying. But if if I had to if, if I had to ask you, does does Blake have anything left in the tank? What what would your answer be? Yeah. Like, I think he does in that in that type of situation. I think that he could. There's going to be games where it's going to look kind of like, "Yo, where's this guy been at?" Yeah, and then there'll I, be games and be like, "Oh, that's where he's been." Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So but I think, yeah. Good. I think in, no. I think in spurts he could. That whole like haven't dunked. I remember when he got traded to Detroit. <laughs> it was like, dude, this guy's going to get lost. We were not going to hear from this dude for multiple years. Yeah, he had just he had signed he, they the Clippers gave him that monster deal. They made sure he got paid. That was what he was looking for. He got paid. They moved him to Detroit, and it was it was always gonna be dead from there. Yeah. So I think he's been cruising for a few years now. He's gonna come to Brooklyn rejuvenated and excited to do some things. And I'm interested to see how it works. At least we get to see limited minutes, man. And he he's if you remember, man, those last couple of years as the Clippers, he was a little bit more versatile. Like he was a better passer. He was stepping out a little bit, right? Like so he, he has some other things that he can do. Look, man, at, at 15 to 20 minutes a game, which is all he's gonna play, maybe some games more, maybe some games less. To your point, he's gonna have some nights where he's feeling it, where it's like, yo, Blake just came in and got us six quick points off the bench. Like that's a good role for him. But I, I don't think it addresses their issue as far as uh, their front court lack of any any type of depth, right? At beyond beyond uh, DeAndre Jordan. But it's another body, man. When you it's either what him or Bruce Brown. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Bruce Brown's been playing nice, but it's like, yeah, give me Blake Griffin, you know, like right. why not? You know, so yeah, that, that's what they're gonna do. You, they'll probably add another bio guy here or there and go from that. But I think it's just a great situation, too, because it's just the exact opposite of what he was doing in Detroit. He's going to yeah. be, like, and excited winning. to go to the gym. Yeah. He's going to be absolutely. playing on national TV. He's going to be back, playing with. Back in a real city. Yeah, back exactly. He's in, he's in New York now. He's going to be on national TV. He's going to a contender. He's going <laughs> to go to the gym with Kyrie, James, all those dudes. His old boy, DeAndre. They're going to be back having fun. Basketball is going to be fun again. I don't think he's had fun playing ball in quite a while. So sure that's going to be interesting. He's been spending the last couple of months watching Jeremy Grant 
shoot the ball 20 times again. Yeah, well, dude, he just, like, what, well, is, what is this? At that point, he, he had just stopped showing up. He's like, I'm just like, didn't I text you that it said, uh, like, you know how you see, like, Blake Gr- like DMPs on ESPN? Like, oh, DMP, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. I think he said – I read, like, Blake Griffin did not play, uh, like, not with team. He just said, not like, with not team. with team. At the crib. He's back, he's back in L.A. <laughs> exactly, like, at the house. Like, yeah. not with not with team. Did not drop. He's in Calabasas. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I'm excited to see that. I'm excited for him. I think uh, – is there a good is, – is, is there any way you think it could be a negative for Brooklyn? No. Because if it's not working out, you don't play him. You you don't have to play Blake Griffin. Okay. He was just an addition to what you already had going on. You is that what, is that, have is that what Steve Nash is telling him at lunch right there? Yeah, I don't have to play you. No, he's probably <laughs> telling him no. I doubt that. But you know I think saying? Blake knows that. I mean, look, Blake's also due another $70 million, so life is great. Um, I think that, you know, he's just, this is the role. If you, he knew what it was when he signed with Brooklyn, he could have went and signed somewhere else and maybe gotten some more minutes. This is the team he wanted to go to. I think he knows it's going to be in a limited role. If you don't look good that game, you don't play, but we're not going to try to force Blake Griffin Griffin into what we're doing, right? We're not going to actively lose games, lose quarters, lose possessions, trying to get Blake Griffin to do his thing. We're going to work him in there, get him minutes, give us some energy, run around, do your thing, man. It'll be great. Fair enough. We don't play defense anyway, so I don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right, we'll leave. uh, We'll leave Blake there. Congratulations, though, Blake, man. Yeah, shout out Blake, man. He got out. He got out of Detroit, man. There was a stretch where he was he was the man out in L.A. I loved that team with him and Chris. Yeah, and and uh, and DeAndre and those guys. That was a really fun squad. He had to give up thirteen million to get out of Detroit, but I guess again they owed him another seventy. So. I'm not giving up nothing. How does that work? He gave it up like it was a buyout. So they buy out whatever's left on his contract. So let's say he had 85 million left. Right. And they yeah. agreed to a $72 million buyout. Ah, uh, okay. So like, we'll let you out of here for 72. Like, yeah. That's what I thought. I would have been like, no, no. I thought, <laughs> I, thought I thought the money was still. I always it's thought not the an buyout. Amnesty. Okay, that's okay. So the think, amnesty is when, like, let's say I owe you thirty million dollars, right, over the next two seasons, and I want to cut you now. I can cut you, and then I'll take that thirty million dollars, and they'll stretch it out over the next over six the seasons of my cap. So right. it's like I'm still paying five million. Some like yeah, there's a, someone else was who did I look up the other day? Josh Smith because he was on the dunk contest. I was like, man, how much is Josh Smith? How's he doing? Yeah, Atlanta Detroit was still was yeah, Detroit, crazy. they were still paying him last year. Yeah. Yo, how much money do you think Josh Smith has made as an NBA career? A lot. 100 million. 120 million. Yeah, 120 million. I was looking up Joe Salute. Johnson. Joe Johnson was up there like 172. It's great. I saw Joe. I saw Joe. I saw Joe. The, Joe. the Buck 70. That was the old that was the old Atlanta squad. They were yeah, fun. they were nice. They were fun to watch. Jeff Jeff Teague out your boy Al Horford. Yes, my boy Al Horford. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this all-star game really quick, and then uh, we can move off because it is a couple days old. But I do want to talk about it. What did you think about the setup? What did you think about the the one-day everything jammed in, skills comp, three-point dunk at half? What did you think? So I will say this. First off, just from a presentation standpoint, it reminded me of the bubble 
which I think for the no fan thing looks so much better when you tighten up the court like that. Like they had the yeah. screens around the court. Like it's just the court instead of this huge like black abyss, you know what I'm saying, behind right. everything. So I thought that was dope. Court looked dope. Um, look, man, I'm not going to blame the NBA for how it went off because they just they, – they, they had they, it was clear that they had to do this and they had to do it in one night and they had to try to find a way to make it work. And they rushed through it. The announcers were rushing through it. Dunk contest was rushed. I thought the three-point competition was great. Um, I thought that was a lot of fun. I look forward yeah. to that every year. I think they did a great job with that. The dunk contest was ass. I mean, like, let, let's keep it real. You, you're getting, you're now getting to the point where, like, you're pulling up dudes from the G League, um, you know, guys who spend their career getting called up and called down, like Asha Stanley, to come to come do the dunk contest. And like, more power to him, man. That's a big moment for him. But it's like, look. Simon's plays, Toppin's a first round pick, Cassius Stanley. It's like, come on, man. Like, no star power, huh? No star power at all. And it, it wasn't exciting. And I feel like because it was so rushed, they couldn't do a lot of the stuff that they probably wanted to do. Um, and it was just whack. The dunk contest was super whack. The game was ultra whack because LeBron had picked a team that was 17,000 times better than Durant's squad of ISO ball guys. Yeah. Um, and it played out just that way. So, yeah, I give the NBA props for pulling it off. Um, I think it's funny. We can get into this a little bit later, but the more and more I thought about it, I was like, yo, why would knowing that this was going to be like the quarantine all star game and you were going to have a curfew and all this other shit, why would you waste Atlanta? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, of all the cities, like that's one of the cities you want to go all star game in, right? So it's like, why would you go there when nobody can party? It's like, yo, how about this year you go to like Milwaukee or go to fucking <laughs> go to Minneapolis, go to Minneapolis or some shit like that. Like, hey, we can't do shit anyway, so we're gonna have it over here. Why would you waste Atlanta? Like, you oh, can't, you back. can't, you can't, you got to, you can't waste Atlanta. Like, people want to kick it in Atlanta, man. So I thought that that was I that, that kind of stuck out to me. They made it. They made it seem like on the on the TNT side that Atlanta was heaven. It's like you want to do movies, come to Atlanta. It's the best. You want to open a business? Well, Atlanta's you know, opening you know a why, right? It's <laughs> like, yeah, well, well Turner, TNT is down there. Turner's right? based yeah, yeah. in Atlanta, yeah. yeah so yeah. of course, <laughs> but it was like, damn, bro. Like, am I? What? Am, did I? Do I need to move to Atlanta? Like, that's what I felt. Yeah, like, yeah. after I was done watching it, it's like, damn. Like you can go out there, need to pack up. <laughs> you can go out there for like three hundred thousand and get like a five bedroom. Shit, sure might like need th- to. That's what it, I felt like after watching. I was like, damn. Do I need to start looking at? Some real estate in Atlanta, like what the it's fuck? Black, it's the black capital of America. Yeah, it's true. Have you been? Not the right way. Yeah, I think it's 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 high up there on the list. I've been, but I haven't been. I want to go. I got to go down there with with a local. I gotta I gotta hit. We do we need to go down there with Jason Hayward? It's local. Yeah, so who knows like, the city? He, yes, knows the city. Knows. It's the, like it's the, the spots. Where's the yeah, spots? Where's the spots at? The actual spots. Yeah, I will say this about the game, and uh, it's solidified for me that I love the the whole weekend. Give me the the activities on Saturday, and then just give me the game on Sunday. Yeah. Last year, it was in Chicago. I kicked it super tough all Saturday. We went out, did our thing, hung out, hung over on Sunday, and just watched the game. And it was a good-ass game. Yep. 
It wasn't rushed. I, I just love the whole the whole spectacle of the 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 Saturday. I love the skills comp. I love all three. I love the skills comp. I love the three. I love the dunk contest. And doing it in one day, just it yeah. Yeah, it was just like, no, nah, it was too much. I was like, nah, and this needs to be broken up. So that, that that solidified that. I don't want I know I saw some people on Twitter were talking about they like the dunk contest in half. I'm straight. I did Maybe not like that. And, you know, and, I, and I tweeted this out too. I thought the NBA missed. If you were going to do this, I would have done it on Saturday night. You had the perfect right. lead into the UFC. So people were already going to be congregated, right? Or doing whatever on a sports watching mood because you had that fight that night. Man, you should have ran that all-star game at like five o'clock. Yeah. And that shit, because the fight Good didn't start till the fight didn't start till like 1130, right? Yeah. So knowing that fight was going to be later, you could have ran that shit five or six o'clock, got your skills comp out early, got all your dunk contests, done all that, and still done the game on Sunday or however you wanted to do it. But why waste that set? That Saturday opportunity to me was golden. Because you yeah. are, if it's a fight going on, boxing, UFC, whatever it is, man, always schedule shit leading into there. The NBA had no lead into that fight. I thought that that was crazy. You had a bunch of folks at the crib watching TV. And you had nothing for Saturday night except for Jack Harlow versus Quavo. And Quavo was good. <laughs> hey, Quavo was giving him buckets too. He saw Quavo. Yeah, Lil Baby's the worst hooper I ever seen. Quavo ever. been hooping. Quavo's a hooper. Yeah, Quavo's a bucket. They need no to get doubt. Dirk. They need to get Dirk in there and uh, J Cole. But yeah, Quavo was getting buckets. Lil Baby. Yeah, shout out Lil Baby for doing it. But he's the fucking worst basketball player Yo, I've ever seen in my life. Why are you even? Sim stretching before the game and shit. <laughs> I guess he's not passing up on the check. Like, yo, this is a check coming. It's, it's I, great exposure, it. yeah. But, yeah, he had no business accepting any hoop invitations <laughs> at all. <laughs> and 2 chains is like 45. So, like, yeah, yeah he the whole passed shit. on that one. It would have been Gucci. Shut up, um, Quavo. But I do want to talk about the dunk contest because I got an idea. Because <clears throat> I tweeted immediately after Cassius uh, – what's his last name? Stanley or Winston? Cassius Stanley. Cassius Winston. Was Cassius Winston? That's, was that the North of the Michigan State guy? Uh, I thought it was the same guy. <laughs> yeah. No, Cassius Winston is the is the OPG for Michigan State. Shout out Cassius Winston. Um, but Cassius Stanley, I immediately tweeted after I saw them put up 44 on his between the legs, off the jump leg. I'm like, dude, this is absolutely should, outrageous. Give him like a seven. Yo, here's uh here's Cassius Stanley. Uh, uh, first dunk of the night was for me the best dunk of the night. Here this. A dunk in an NBA game. Yeah, this counts. It is two field goals. I know. Yo, Kenny, this is on the side home ball. Hold on. Now the judges will score dunks in the first round. Okay, and each and each dunker get gets two dunks. This is what I'm saying. Look at the air time that he has in there. First dunk, no warm up, no sweat. All four setting the stage. Left hand. He's doing what Steph Curry did in the three point contest, putting a little fear in everybody. But I've watched Cassius play. I'm 44 for that dunk. Yeah, that was crazy. So what I, I think, well, first off, it, it completely confirmed for me that going through the legs is dead. Everybody thinks it's it's just overplayed now. It, it's, it's, it's commonplace. So no one respects it, right? But if you go back and look at the dunk, 
he went, he put it through the same leg that he jumped off. He didn't just jump in the air and switch it and dunk it. Right. He put it through the leg, <clears throat> off, off the jump leg, went with the left and flushed it. Right? I think what needs to happen is the judges need to be told, like, what dunk I'm trying to do here. Like, let me explain to you what I'm getting ready to do. And then I do it. And then you kind of get an idea of what you're looking at. Because a lot of these people that are judges, first off, Josh Smith doesn't care about the dunk contest. He's just like, they asked me out. To, cool. Whatever. Right. Whatever. I would do even shit. pay attention. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of these people up there aren't paying attention. Don't know what they're looking at. And all they saw was a guy going between his legs and they, and, a, and, a, and, a, and he finished it. And it was like, we've seen that 150 times. So here's yeah. a seven. And it was one of the best dunks of the night, no doubt. So an idea, give them let, give them a layout of what you're going to do. Like, I'm going to go off the bounce between the legs with my left hand, and I'm putting it through my legs off the plant leg. This has not been done before. Right. And he punched it on the first time. Like, that was a travesty. But I feel like they were just trying to be hard because it was the first dunk, and they they're you kind of feeling out the other judges, so you don't want to be that first one that gives out a ten or whatever it might be. So it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not soft. I'm gonna give him an eight. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that that to me was a nine. I thought it was a great right, dunk. That was a great yeah. dunk. Now, I will you- say this: the Simon shit, his last dunk where like half of his head was above the rim was the, his rise is absolutely yeah, his rise is crazy. Yeah, his lift is <laughs> it's, it's 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 insane, uncanny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy. It has that. He has that float to him. Yeah. He has that Zach Levine to him. Yeah, bit, where it's just like this dude is just floating. Bro. He, he's not Zach though. He can't. Don't disrespect the God. I, to be honest, <laughs> I had no idea Simons could could poke like that because I've been watching him come off the bench for Portland, and he's oh, shoot, a shooter. He's he's, a, he's just a shooter. Yeah, he's a shooter. Yeah. So they were like, he's in a dunk contest. I'm like. Wait, this dude gets up, and I saw some footage of him. I'm like, "Yo, this dude." Yeah, there's a crazy. lot more. There's a lot more there. Yeah. Like, well, then, why? My first thought was, "Why isn't this dude been going to the basket?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they don't go to the basket out in Portland. They shoot nah, all jumpers. They shoot all jumpers. Terry Stotts is <laughs> jump shot only offense. <laughs> they shoot jumps only. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they need a player like Paul George who consistently gets to the basket but doesn't draw fouls. But according to him, that's not his fault. That's the yeah. Come on, G. MVP. <laughs> so I think overall, put it like this, would I have rather seen an all-star game, how it was put together versus not seeing one? I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was something to do. There was nothing yeah. else on TV on Sunday. I enjoyed it. I always enjoy it. Anything the NBA is putting out, I'm watching it. Yeah, it, and you know what? For me, man, like – it's always cool to see the players chilling. You got Giannis chilling with his lady and his son. Right. You know, you kind of see the – it's cool to see, like, with the dunk contest and the three-point, you got some of the OGs talking to the younger guys. I think what I thought would have been dope, what I think is the coolest shit, is I want to see in the locker room, man. Like, I want to see, like, how is access- that – Yeah, the access. Like, let HBO turn this into, like, a thing. Like, I want to see what it's like for Zach Levine – being around all these type dudes, right? Like he's obviously been a good player for a long, long time, but this is like solidifying him. So he's in a locker room with, you know, KD or, Ru- or you know, KD and Russ. Wow, like LeBron and some of these other guys, and it's like, yo, okay, like, yo, are you, yo, you're nice, you know, like a cast coach. I'm like, yo, he's nice, like, yo, you're nice, or like Luca, right? Like, what kind of love is he getting in the locker room now that he's at that level? Or just like, how do these different dudes interact? Giannis, like, 
He doesn't seem like a dude who's really You're friends with too many guys. Like, I want to see all that. Have a guy with a mic, a boom mic, and a camera, and then just catch everything. Remember, like, in The Last Dance, some of those Jordan locker room scenes and, like, yeah. cold tub tables were some of the best shit? Yeah. Like, when you just see dudes just, like, kicking it, talking, like, yeah, that, I don't like – you see enough of their media interviews. I just want to see them kicking it. Like, who's cracking jokes? Who's busting balls? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's who's – what is Kawhi doing? Does he even – does he have his own locker room? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> does he have his own locker room? Yeah, the East, West, and Kawhi. Is he walking up to guys like, "Hey, I'm Kawhi." Yeah, <laughs> your, your name Giannis. Oh, nice to meet you. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. Like but shit yeah. like that. But I think it it could be cool, man. Like, uh, the like, more yeah. access, the better. The more access. That's what I care about. Because how often, like, even with the bubble, which I understand you couldn't do because you weren't trying to bring a film crew. Dog, could you imagine like you let HBO produce a show inside the bubble? Yeah, Would have been, been crazy. fucking bananas. It'd have been awesome. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, like, just, like a LeBron Bure game at one in the morning. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> like guard down LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see what LeBron's like when the cameras are off. Man, I'm sure he's a cool right. ass dude. You know what I'm saying? Like. I bet you LeBron has some some thoughts on like some last dance type shit. He has to now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he might be already in the works with that. Yeah, they said he's had a film crew following him around for a while now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, word. I didn't. Even he had know a that. he had a film crew follow him around the last year since the last year in Cleveland or some shit like that. Or they're working on some shit. Yeah, they have. He's to. He, he's, he's documented. He's documented. <laughs> <laughs> And he owns but the footage. It, but you know his shit won't be as uncensored as Mike's. It, well, because he's just a different dude. He's just, yeah, you know, Bronson over here, like, Larry, you bitch, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. It might, it's going to be a little more censored. Yeah. Larry, like LeBron yeah. giving advice to people. What did, he, what did he say? What did, LeBron, what did Jordan say to Larry? He said, he said fuck, fuck you, you bitch. Fuck, fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> After he knocked him out the playoffs. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> I need to rewatch the last dance. I think actually. I'm going to. I might have to do that tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna. I need to throw that on and kick back and vibe to it. Shout out, yeah. Mike. Mike. All right, let's close the NBA with the second half storylines that we're looking forward to. I know this is going to be an interesting finish. The West is is loaded up. AD still not around, so the Lakers got to kind of stay afloat as best they can. They don't want to drop too far to, and, and get some bad matchups out in the West. The Suns seem to be very real. It's it's a very the the Denver's hanging around, but it's it feels like they're they're starting to put it together a little bit with Jokic and the boys. They definitely are. Yeah. So what a, and then obviously we got the East. We got Philly. We got Boston, who seems to show up once every other game. Brad Stevens still hasn't got any flack. Big Nick. Big Nick has has started to put that out now. Oh, have it's you ever crazy. seen anything like this before? <laughs> no, he doesn't get any. Is it, has he, any can has any guy ever came in the league coaching this much talent too? Like, yo, he has had whippers every every year. He's in the league. He's had a whip. He uh, he's been in good situations. That's great sure. situations. He's got a good GM. Like, hey, here's Kyrie. Here's fucking uh, developing but, Tatum and Brown. Here's Gordon Hayward. Here's Kimba here's, you know, whoever you need, you know, here's Al Horford in his prime. Like he's just had great situations. Yeah. So they haven't been playing up to. Maybe they've been a little overrated. 
maybe we think they're something and they aren't there yet. Like we we kind of tried to anoint them last year. Miami bust their ass. Then this year they come up and like, oh, that was just some bubble shit. They'll be you know Tatum's a year older here. He'll be able to lead them. They he they still can't get it done. And Jalen Brown is even. If you would have told me Jalen Brown's gonna get better. Tatum is obviously another year in the league. He's going to be one of the top guys, and they would they'd be worse by quite a bit than they were last year record wise. I would be like, ah, that doesn't make any sense. Jalen Brown's averaging like twenty seven a game or some shit. Like Jalen yeah, Brown yeah. is a beast right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, what are your what are the second half storylines you're looking forward to, or, or think I think they're going to shake out? One of the biggest ones that I'm looking for is just getting a clearer picture of the West, especially like that bottom half of the Western Conference. So you kind of got a lot of jumbling between that whole, man, really even between like New Orleans and San Antonio. So I think you got San Antonio at 18 and 14, Dallas at 18 and 16, Warriors at 19 and 18, Memphis at 500, and then the Pelicans at 15 and 21. Um, they might be, they might actually, actually maybe be over for the Pelicans, but really those four teams, man, like, how is that going to look like a team like Dallas, who's obviously underperforming based on expectations that people had around Luca and how that team would yeah, play Golden State too. Golden State, I think is over, is overperforming. Um, I think they start think off so? the year. Yeah, I do. I think they start off the year kind of rough. And I think that, um, obviously they, they've kind of in the middle of a tough patch right now, but they're better than I thought that they would be. Steph is putting together an incredible year. I think he's averaged like 32 and 6 or something like that. Um, Problem. And, and they're a good team. Yeah, man, they're well coached. You know that there's a culture there that you can't deny. So kind of just seeing how that Western Conference playoff picture is going to clear up. I think we're out of worrying about Denver. Um, I think Denver started off rough. I think if you look at like their last two, three weeks, really since I brought light to their issues, they've been playing <laughs> – They've been playing really well, so I'm not as worried about them. But, man, there's San Antonio, Dallas, Golden State, Memphis. Um, little jumbling there, I think, is important because those are good teams. And, like, you don't – look, man, you don't yeah, want to you don't want to play Luka in the first round, right? You don't want to go against Pop in a seven-game series. Like, so people are going to be trying to not play those teams. So, And I yeah. think we got the they, we got the playoff or the play-in to, yeah. to look forward to. So, like, that – that's going to kind of solidify what what's really rocking with those teams automatically, right? Like towards the end of the year. So that'll be interesting. Biggest storyline for me, bar none, is the Los Angeles Lakers, and they need to add some size. They need to go get Andre Drummond immediately. The buyout needs to be figured out as soon as they can and get him out of Cleveland to the Los Angeles Lakers as soon as possible. I think – I knew they obviously we know they need AD, but man, like this would be they look brutal. They 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 look like the eighth best team in the West without AD. And I know it's not the playoffs. And I know seven of ten. Yeah, and I know it's not LeBron turning it on and, and actually like, okay, let me put him on my back here in like the first round of the playoffs, but he's not happy about this. Yes, but I still think it, from what from what I can tell, it looks like th- him and AD are going to have to play 44 minutes a night in the playoffs for them to like make sure they're not fucking around and can and, and can lock up wins. I think. Well, you when talk- you have both of them, you're able to stagger the minutes, though. Like, that's the big thing. Because yeah. you know what happens when LeBron's off the LeBron's on on or uh, on off numbers are like historical. Like when he's on, the team is you know 
elite when he's off, the team is trash. So I think you have to figure out a way to kind of stagger those minutes when AD does come back so that you're not playing both of them 44 minutes a night. Like, hey, this is AD's quarter. LeBron, have a seat. But if but if you if you limp into the playoffs, uh, we don't know when AD's coming back and how he's going to look, right? If they yeah. get they get the three seed or the four and they have to play Denver <laughs> first round or second yeah. round, like that's I'm what I put it like this. What I'm saying is that they get to the first round, and they have to play a team like Denver. They're going to beat Denver in the playoffs. Yeah. But if they have this super grind to get to the finals, and then you got a squad like the Clippers or somebody that gets a little easier route and they get there and they're more I don't they're, I don't know if there is an easy route. I'm looking at the West right now. I don't think there isn't like who would you want to play? Uh, San I'd Antonio? Play, I, I'd play Dallas all day because let Lucas score a hundred and then that's it. Like Dallas is not okay, very you want to play Dallas you probably want to play the Spurs. I'll play the Spurs. I'll I will one hundred percent play Portland every single time. Anytime you would want. you rather play Portland or San Antonio? Uh San Antonio. But just not by a lot. Or... Yeah, like I mean, I think it's easy for Pop to coach up those guys in the regular season. If they have to play someone for seven games, I don't know who on this list that they could beat in seven. Purely off of Patty Mills is I love yeah. Patty, but I love like, Patty. Don't ever don't. You know what I'm saying? Patty, like, Patty Mills is a great player. <laughs> Shout out Patty Mills. Yeah, it's not like stop. If you got to worry about Patty Mills for seven games, you could probably figure out a way to beat that squad. Shout out Patty Mills. Though. Patty Mills is nice. But what I'm saying is. There's a there's definitely an easier route than having to play Denver and then Portland and then Phoenix. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's where it gets spooky. So I think they need to they need to add. I think that's the biggest storyline that I'm looking for. They need to get healthy. They need to add Andre Drummond would help quite a bit. What about even adding like a PJ Tucker? Get him out of get him out of Houston. Yeah. Guy like that, you know what I'm saying? I think that could be interesting. I don't think Utah slows down. I think Utah's man. I think Utah's real man. I, I I've watched quite a bit, and I know people aren't believers, and I guess it's it's hard to be a believer <laughs> until you get to the playoffs. But I think Utah's going to be tough. So I'm I'm looking I'm looking for the L.A. Lakers to do something to solidify and close out the year strong. That's my second half. And let's see if, uh, like you said, too, going into the year, Luka Doncic is the MVP favorite. Let's see if he could pull them up by himself. If he's an MVP, he should. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if he could get them to the six by himself. You want to crown them, then crown them. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. see if he could play play through the second half of the year, get them out of the play-in tournament, and get them to the six. So, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, just back out east. Do you feel that there's an Eastern Conference team lurking, like a la Miami Heat, Toronto Raptors, potentially the Charlotte? I can't believe we're saying the Charlotte Hornets. Like Miami to me is like the team that's like the the, the sleeping giant out east. That like I, I'm I'm watching very closely what they're doing. Because if you watch, they they start off the season terrible. They're just creeping up the standings. Yeah, and, jo- and Dragic is just waiting for the playoffs to start. Jimmy's bet get back into form. Dragic is the most playoff player in the league. Like, just man, you 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 convinced me to come back. I'm not coming back for the regular season. I'm old and beat yeah. up. Like, yeah. holler at me in the playoffs. Uh, 
I don't want to say I don't want to say Miami is lurking. I feel I, Toronto. Toronto is definitely lurking because they have everything you need to. You know, they're going to make the playoffs, whether whether it be playing or not. And then once they get there. That boy draws that, up game plans. Right. That, <laughs> <laughs> right. Nick right. Nurse is a hell of a coach. Toronto, <laughs> Toronto is lurking in the sense where if they get there, which they will, them. it's like, man, they they're gonna lurk. give you seven. You might they might you might beat them, but they're gonna give you seven games. Yeah, they fuck around and lurk, <laughs> lurk and be in a and, and be in a and be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? So, Lowry. <laughs> yeah. So it uh yeah, I guess you could say Toronto's lurking, but it's super tight, man. I mean, Boston's at in the four with 19 wins, and the Bulls are in the nine with 16 wins. So, I yeah. mean, it's tight. There's no doubt about that. So, the East is interesting. I think Philly is fun. Brooklyn s- seems to have put it together without KD. I, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Milwaukee is not an – Are you crossing Milwaukee off? To win the East, yeah, you're done. Yes, I don't. I don't think they can win the East. No way. They have a worse team than last year, which to me, I, I keep talking about that. Like they have a worse team than last. Their team is not as good as last year. Well, Drew J. Ru Drew is pest is back now. J. Ru. Um, J. Ru is back. Drew Holiday is back, so that helps. But I still, every question I had about put it like this, every question I had about Milwaukee, I still have. The question I had about what, what were the questions we had about Philly? Can, oh, Embiid, can they figure out how to use Joel Embiid the right way? Can they figure out how to use Joel Embiid the right way? Can he take over games and really dominate? And, and can down they, the stretch. And, and down the stretch, can he can he fill it up? And can he do that while Ben Simmons makes a massive impact on the game? Yeah. Ben Simmons, they've answered both of those. Ben Simmons is making a massive impact on the game, defensively getting to the rack, running the show, and Joel Embiid is dominating people. Every single night. So those and those Seth, questions and, and Seth Curry, right? Those questions are answered, right? Like they added and they added some more shooting. And Tobias is playing better. Oh, yeah, I forgot talking, about Tobias. It's like we yeah. forget about Tobias, and Tobias yeah. is, is a bucket. Yeah, and they were talking about Tobias possibly making an All Star game this year. So every sure, question, sure. I, hey, and and uh, coaching, you've answered every single question you want answered about Philly has been answered, done and dusted. So let that's great news, right? Brooklyn. The question was, are they going to be able to play together? Let James run the show, and it anything is possible. Yeah, anything is possible. Over Any there. anything is possible. Over <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we saw that, right? Now you get to Milwaukee, and they have literally every single question that they had last year and the year prior. It's the exact same question. They don't have enough shooting. The coach is suspect. Middleton is not the trigger man you want for for the number two to talk about getting to the finals. Giannis still can't shoot. Every single question I had about Philly. Or about uh, Milwaukee. Middleton is not the number two you want if Giannis is your number one. Let's. I think. Yeah, Chris Middleton's not the number two you want in any <laughs> scenario. At at uh, at at the money that he's making. That's that's my take. He's, he's getting Dak Prescott nine. money. Yeah, he got Dak money. So <laughs> that's where it gets spooky for me because they have every question I have. They still it's still that way. The Can questions not. you have about Boston are still are still there too. It's, it's kind of like, do they have too much talent? What's going on? They still play hero ball down the stretch. 
They you, uh, you hate you hate Boston's you the last eight minutes of a Boston game for you is like uh, brutal. It's just <laughs> it's brutal. It's, it is. It's complete. Like they for, they they forget how to run offense and they just fire terrible up. shots. Yeah, that's another team. You know how we talk about the Bulls needing a pure point. Yeah, they need a point if, guard. If man, if you could get Boston a pure point guard, boy, someone that can get them into their offense at the end of games. Yes, man, they would be because come on, Kemba Walker's not a point guard. Like, yeah. Let's be let's be. Well, serious, he's right? uh, he's he's kind of is Kimball cooked. He can't stay on the floor. Yeah, he's not. He's never available. So let me ask you this: I'll give you the la- the last squad. Yeah, just more for fun. Yeah, the Knicks. Where does this end? They've won in, seven of the last ten. In the, the East. It ends. It ends in the playing tournament with a chance to make the playoffs. You don't think they? So you don't think they hold on this fifth seed? No, but the six is not in the play the play in either. That's what I'm saying. It starts at you know seven. What I'm saying so, like if, yeah. So if they can, they hang on to an actual legitimate. Does he turn them into a legitimate playoff team? Uh, if I had to, if I had to pick right now, I would say nah. They'll be in the play in if if anything. Just not enough talent, or they're so they're super young too. But Randall is going crazy. Randall's going fucking. Hammer Randall Randall is going crazy. So I, I I would if I I don't like them in the five or six. I think they would, they would get to the playing game. But I don't know how much of them you've watched this year. They are like the most tips team ever. It, yeah. it does remind me of watching the old Bulls games. Like it's love it. Like, young young athletic PG. Yeah, he's got this guy Quigley uh, <laughs> out of nowhere yeah. just getting buckets. Like you can tell Tibbs loves this guy. Like yeah, shout out shout out them. So if I had to ask you one one storyline you're going to key in, I'm keying in on the Lakers and what they're going to add and try to get healthy and what they're going to do because I don't – if they start to slide down the West, which is very possible, it could get spooky for them. What uh, what are, what are you watching? How does the bottom half of the West shake out? Who 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 becomes that the leader of that second crop of Western Conference teams? Because I think that whoever that is has a chance to make some real noise in the playoffs. Like I don't think you're looking at chalk in the Western Conference uh, playoffs. It's it's tighter than it's tighter. It's it's not it's not a lock outside. The, you you think it's just more competitive than it looks. I think it's way more competitive than it looks, and I think that again, when you get to the playoffs and you start shortening rotations, some of these teams that have these stars, whether it be the Luca in Dallas or Seth in Golden State, <coughs> those guys can win ball games, and you only need to win four in a playoff series. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be interesting too. Maybe by playoff time, th- there might be places where you're going to their building and they have fans, and you come home and you can't have any. Yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. Like you might be going to games where you go out to Utah and there's people there, and then you come back to LA and <laughs> there's no people in your well, building. Texas is open, so you don't want to play San Antonio or Dallas. They might right. have hundred hundred thousand in that month. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that no, could definitely. be interesting. That's, That's a different dynamic. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of interesting shit going on, man. Right, I you think. go down to the Heat and you get a you got to play you got to play with with some fans in the building, and then you go to Milwaukee and you don't have any of your fans in the building. Doug, do you want to know how bad Minnesota is? Minnesota's so bad that Houston's lost 13 straight and they're still four games up on the, on the- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are really bad. Oh, God. Hey, free my guy Vucevic out of Orlando, man. Get I thought you were going to say free towns. I was like, no, nah, keep that nah, man there. No, no, no. Free free my man Vucevic out of 
Free boost. Oh, uh, uh, yo, send yo, send Vucevic to uh, Boston. Oh, to Chicago. Fuck you talking about. Bring him to the town. Yeah, bring him to the town. Bring Vucevic up here. Pair him, pair him with Levine, and, and give me one more. Man, we fuck around. Buckets. <laughs> Buckets. Shout out, my boy, my boy Vu. Um, but yeah, man, he, he, is, be he is nice though. Oh, he's nice, bro. He's nice. That's my guy. You're okay, G. NHL signed a seven-year deal with ESPN. Shout out to NHL on your TV deal. Yeah, shout out Cody. He said we don't rock with the NHL, and you're definitely right about that. We don't want to. Hey, look, we want to give y'all <laughs> the authentic and what we know about. If you if you catch us up here 20 minutes talking about hockey, if you're a real hockey fan, you would you would tune out quickly. But shout yeah, out the Blackhawks. I don't know what their record is, man. But shout out them. Yo, and shout out uh, what was that, like two weeks ago that game that they had set up against the was that the Lake Placid Lake shit Tahoe. or Lake, Lake Tahoe. Tahoe? That shit was dope. That was dope. That, that shit was, was dope. The, ba- the backdrop, <laughs> yeah, was crazy. backdrop was crazy. Yeah, it was shout tough. Out to NHL. Shout out Patty Kane. Shout out Patty Kane. No cap. Yeah. That boy, thousandth game. He got all the MVPs, all the trophies. One oh, of the yeah. best, one of the best Chicago athletes of all time, no doubt. Let me ask you a question real quick on that. Do you think yeah. it's dope to win it like that when you're super young and like you think like the rest of your career is just whatever? Um or do you think that adds more pressure? Because you have to follow it up. No, I don't think it has more pressure because I think it's one of those things similar to Russell Wilson, where if you get that chip early, you're kind of always like that guy, you know, and you're right. trying to get back, but you don't, that pressure is not there to try to get a ring. You want to get another one, but. I mean, you, obviously for them, it doesn't matter. They had three. So was it three or yeah, four? They, they won got three. three. They got yeah. three. They won three in four years. Easy. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, I think the you might take it for granted a little bit. Even like Tom Brady, what he won three and then had a ten year stretch where they didn't win anything. Yeah, and then he won four more. Yeah, and then he won four more. <laughs> <laughs> but think about that though. Like it's like, man, he's like, man, I better, I gotta get a couple more of these before it's all over. So, so you think after Taze and Kane won that first one, they're like, oh shit, like yeah, we gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get more. I don't even think they're thinking about that like that. You know, they're they're twenty, they're twenty one, so young years at that old. point, dog. That shit. Could you? They yeah, they were getting it in. Yeah, they, they had this. They had, first the city, title, they had the city on lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that title. was, and yeah. that was, and that first title was the first chip, chip since 05 when the White Sox yeah. won. Like they had, yeah, everybody they had, and they were like 22, 23 years old. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about they're it. They're at the Pony right. Heavy. All that. Shut out the all, Pony. All that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move over. Let's so there goes it. your hockey talk for the year, Cody. You go. <laughs> <laughs> in, yeah. All right, yo, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this Russell Wilson uh, to Chicago talk. Dak crossed off the Cowboys. They don't need a quarterback. He that he was on their list. The more the days go by, the more I feel like this has legs. Am I the only one feeling that quick, or do you feel like? Or are you just trying to ignore it all together? Oh no, yeah. The more the talking about him to the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Russell to the Bears. For sure it does. It has a ton of legs. I think that the Bears are doing everything they can to make it be known that they're interested in this deal. Um, I mean, I think they had some stuff come out over the weekend that the Bears number one focus is getting Russell Wilson this is getting Russell Wilson in at quarterback. So I think that they're definitely sending out those signals to the Seahawks. But like I was telling you the other day, man, none of that matters until the Seahawks decide that they want to trade him. So, like, this Deshaun Watson shit has been going on now for, what, 
two months almost, it seems like, and there's been no movement. So until they make that decision that they want to move on from the player, it's a mute point. So the way that what I'm hearing is this isn't like a this year thing as much as it could potentially be a next year thing, um, which if you're Ryan Pace, it's not going to help you out at disaster. all. disaster. Yeah, you'll be somewhere else. <laughs> Watch that at home. That's a disaster. But, um, yeah, I think I think for what it sounds like he wants, the Bears give him that. He want I think he wants to play in a huge market. Yeah. And it's, he can't play in New York. You're not going to play in L.A. So what's next? Chicago, man. Like, I think he understands that, like, you win in Chicago, you're iconic. Iconic. Yeah, it's just, like, it's truly. Iconic. Like, as a, a black quarterback in Chicago at that, and like I was telling you too, man, like um, for him, it makes sense. His wife's also an entertainer, right? So she's not like, oh, yeah, trade us to the Vikings where I can't eat. It's like, yo, trade me to Chicago. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to be on I want to be on on this and that and I'll have a TV show and I do my whole thing and it'll be great. Um, and it pairs him with the offensive head coach. He'll know he has the organization completely by the balls, too. You're talking about a team that's never had a quarterback. He will walk in here and this will be his team. The whole city. Yeah, so I mean, whole, he as far as like personnel team. decisions and stuff, though, like what he didn't have in in Seattle, he's not going to be dealing with that. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace aren't going to tell Russell Wilson what it is. So Ryan, yeah. Ryan Pace might try some goofy shit like that. He's a clown. At the end, um, of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, I tweeted out, "Hey Russ," I tweeted at Russell Dangerous, and I said, "Just make Chicago." This is where the leverage comes in. If Russell comes to to the people in Seattle and he's like, hey, actually, the only place I want to go is Chicago. That's the only place I'll go. Then the then the 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 leverage starts to pick up where the Bears don't have to offer as many picks. They don't have to offer as many players. We could keep some of that value invested back in the squad, have Russell show up, we'll support all Sierra's ventures. He instantly becomes the king here. As soon as it's announced, he's the king of Chicago. His jersey's the number one selling in the league. All that, right? So this is the spot for Russ. You want to be the man. People are talking about Russell wants to be respected. He wants to win MVP, and he wants to be the man. Well, this is the place for you to come. You will, you will be the top dog in the city unless Barack Obama's in town. That's it. Facts. Yeah. That's the only person that you can't Mike doesn't live here anymore. Mike lives in Charlotte. Yeah, Mike's gone. You you would be the you would be the, the top dog. Mayor Daly done he 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 gave it up too. Yeah. So yeah, man, I think uh it would be some shit to see. I even tweeted, I said, yo, I'll stop listening in the future. <laughs> I won't even listen. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll delete future all his albums off my shit if he That's if he so comes funny. to town. Come to come to town, Russ. Come. Wasn't there a story that he would he was not happy that they used to play future or the defensive players used to play future and shit like that at the practices? Yeah, and they Russ used to fuck like, with him. Yeah, it's all That's- good. <laughs> like I'll never forget when Future came out. He said something like about like you know like calling Russell lame or some shit like that. Right. And then Russell Wilson responded in the most Russ Wilson way. He posted a picture of him, him Sierra. And his kid. Baby Future and the dog on like a ski hill and like a family trip. Yeah. It's, like, I, it's like I love my family. It's like <laughs> you know what you're doing, bro. <laughs> we know what you're doing. Or it was like uh he had like a video or some pictures of him playing catch with Baby yeah. Future. 
like like in <laughs> in hey. Russ's jersey type yeah. thing. Hardest diss track ever. Like future has no comeback on that. Yeah. Like yeah, you want to talk? I'm playing. I'm playing catch with your son. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing my jersey. Hey, he calls me daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing catch with your son and he calls me daddy. Wow. <laughs> bars. Yeah, that's it. This is bar. Like, yo, stop. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, now that you say that, I don't even know. Future couldn't even come. What what type of diss track could Future come for, for Russell with? None. Nothing. Nothing. None. Zero. Nothing. Your kid lives with me. <laughs> he's, under, he's, under, he's under my direction. He, he will pick part after me. You understand that? Yeah, that's so funny. I got, I got your son praying, going to Sunday school and everything. Man. All what that. What are you talking about? Go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the diss track, I didn't know we needed. We need the Russ. <laughs> Russ's IG photos. We need, we need the Russ. Arm around your son. <laughs> we need- <laughs> We need the Russ Wilson future this this track. I'm out of fish. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's Shout so good. Shout, Shout out, out Russ. Russ. What a guy. Hopefully he comes to town, man. That would be uh that'd be some real shit. All right, we're about to get out of here. Shout out Cody. He uh he let us know Myers Leonard just posted uh an apology on his IG. I'm gonna read that before we get out of here. Here's Miles Leonard, and I quote. I'm deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse, and I was just wrong. I am now more aware of its meaning, and I'm committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me at this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake, and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. That is not a proper representation of who I am, and I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and the others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than the use of this word. And I also just realized he's in Miami, too. A lot of Jewish people out in South Florida. Um, I hate that, dude. Yo, listen, man. Get in front of a fucking camera. Get in front of your live stream, right? Be a fucking grown-up and do what we're doing right now and say, look, I'm fucking sorry, man. This is my face. I don't want no PR statement on my Instagram. I'm not having released a statement through the team. I'm telling you all right now, even if you didn't know what the word meant, which I find that hard to believe because it's such an obscure word. It's like such a, it's a yeah, like it's a very pointed word to use. Like, yes. you know, it's not like part of the vernacular. You know what I mean? Like, right. you have to seek out that word. Um, but even if that's Cody said cat, <laughs> um, <laughs> even if even if that's how you felt, get on the camera and explain yourself, man. Like, I'm sick of these statements and these IG and these tweets apologizing because you didn't write that. You said yeah. 1-800-PR-FIRM, and that's what they sent you back. Like, get on here and fucking tell the people, man. It, 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 to me, it comes off a lot better than this bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So that makes it, that make, to me, that's just worse. Just like, yo, come on, get on the camera, release a couple-minute video, you know, go from there. I agree, 100%. 
All right, we're going to leave it there. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. For Big Nick the Quick, Nick Harvey, I'm your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Lock in with us. Tune in YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Tell the homies, everybody watching. At one point, we had 40 on the live, man. Appreciate the love. Make sure y'all uh, get ready for hoops, man. We back up. NBA is tomorrow. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. We out of here.